Hey y'all, I'm Kim. And I'm Joanne. We are the registered dietitian nutritionists and hosts of Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne. So we wanted to tell you what our podcast is all about. Our podcast is designed to educate and excite conversations in women's health, food, nutrition, wellness, and cross-cultural health topics. Every week, we'll discuss proven techniques with an entertaining flair to energize you and encourage you in your journey to a healthier, physical, mental, and social well-being. So hold up, hold up, Jay. We're going to tell them what this means in other words. So our podcast isn't only focused on the black and white of food and nutrition, because you know if you have a problem, your problem is almost always a different shade of gray. Am I right? right? For instance, one can argue that kale is healthier than spinach, but is it really though? In Nutrition Lifestyles, we're going to take you on a journey. We're going to teach you how to break down the latest craze in food when it comes down to pop culture. So if your goal is to live a better lifestyle and you are interested in becoming a better you, then listen to this episode to find out how. And also subscribe to Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And don't forget to share this with your friends. So today we're going to be speaking about healthy in the hood. So let's define what the hood means, because I don't want you guys to presume that the hood has a negative connotation or even a negative denotation. So simply by definition, the hood is another term to describe the inner city Um, and inner cities face social as well as economical issues. So basically anyone can be from the hood. It doesn't matter what your background is, what your race is. That doesn't necessarily predispose you to being a person from the head. Let's remove that negative connotation from the get-go. Right. So basically anyone that lives in the inner city, you can, yes. it can be absolutely anyone. And I know most people right. think that Hispanics and African-Americans are those that live in the inner city. Um, while there may be a partial truth to that statement, it is not the entire truth. Agreed. So in the HUD, we, or in the inner cities, we find a lot of health disparities. So we find something that's called food deserts that occur in the inner city. So food deserts are basically areas and communities that have less access to the grocery stores where they can purchase fresh vegetables, fruits, and produce um, to provide to themselves and their families. So in these low-income communities, these food deserts, what you'll find is a lot of corner stores. You'll find a lot of fast food restaurants, basically places that are providing the high-calorie, highly processed foods that are not good for us. And you find less of the full-service grocery stores. And it's so sad because, like, items like the potato chips, the sugary snacks, um, they're the most cost-effective for people who are in, their, in the inner um, city. It's the life that they, they have to live, but it's or the life that they think they have to live. But there are ways around it. There are ways around living healthy in the hood. And, you know, something else that I did want to tag on to what Joanne said there's a single mom and she has little ones to feed. So it's not really going to be cost cost effective for her to buy a bag of apples that cost maybe like five, six dollars. But then at the same time, she can get TV dinners, which will keep right. fuller for a longer period of time. Just pop them in the freezer versus the apples that are going to go bad. 
So these right. are uh, some of the things that living in uh, food deserts, people do have to have to face. So there are ways, as Joanne said, around this and there are ways to eat healthy. So the first thing is work with what you have. So if you have right. that that corner store, it's all right. Let's go to the corner store. Let's get what you normally would get to cook for a meal. But when you are cooking it, use less salt, use less exactly. sugar when actually preparing the dish. Face it, believe it. Individuals that do live in food deserts are more prone to get cardiovascular as well as other metabolic diseases such as diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, compared to populations which don't live in the food desert. Am I telling the truth, Joanne? Let me know. You're telling the truth. You are telling the truth. Another thing that um, can be done is to simply exercise more. And I'm not talking about going out there and doing a 13.1, a 26.2 marathon. Just simply (laughs) get moving. Go outside for a leisure walk. Exercising helps to, and Joanne and I are both exercise junkies here. We love it. Endorphins. Right. It helps to make you feel good. It can reduce unnecessary weights. It can lower your blood pressure as well as alleviate stress. And, you know, adding more water to your daily intake. So let's say you're a soda drinker, right? And you just love the taste of the fizz. You love the taste of, you love how it tickles your, I don't know, your throat when you're drinking it. And you're not a water person. On the market now, we do have available like carbonated waters. So instead of like saying, well, I'm just not going to drink water because I just don't like it. Might do a step down process. Go to the carbonated water that is just, carbonated water it may have some kind of flavor to it but it has solely no calories so that you can get yourself accustomed in adjusting the change towards drinking more regular plain old water and you know be mindful of how you cook your your meats and we as a people we love fried foods and we love frying our meats um we love frying it and battering it up with the skin on make some simple changes if you're gonna start maybe you can still batter your meat but take the skin off and then migrate towards not battering your meat at all and then instead of frying it maybe you can try grilling it baking it and there's different ways for you to flavor up your food you can you know add different herbs and spices that are free of sodium and then add salt to taste so that you can limit your sodium intake and you know i find a lot of times in the inner cities that people don't have cars you guys this is our community this is our bodies this is our children's futures and we got to come together if you're in an inner city and let's say there's one person in your street that has a car maybe everyone should get together and say okay let's one day a week we drive up to wherever that has a farmer's market and we're going to purchase our groceries for the week so that our families are able to eat healthier options Mm -hmm. if you're not able to purchase fresh items that's fine you know you don't have to go to fresh fruits and vegetables if your pockets are not going to allow it you can start with frozen you know that's a good option also and if frozen vegetables um and fruits are maybe a little bit more too expensive maybe you can do the can but making sure that you either go to the low sodium stuff or 
you drain it out and rinse it out and make sure that you remove sodium in there. Exactly. And I like that point that you bring out, you know, just realizing that, and I'm going to say this, this statement, it may sound tried, but I mean, it's definitely true. Your health is your greatest wealth. I'm not, right. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to venture and say anyway. So there was a patient that I had and the patient had a metabolic disease. I'm not going to go into specifically which one it was, but I mean, I had to have a heart to heart talk with this specific patient of mine and let them know, look, it's either, you know, you're going to stay up laying up in this hospital bed or you mm-hmm. can choose to eat the foods that you know are right for you. And so the patient was saying, well, you know, I don't like the taste, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, okay, well, your taste buds don't like it, but your body is going to thank mm-hmm. you. Because, I mean, your body needs these vitamins. The body needs these nutrients, these minerals in order to repair, to grow, to combat all the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. So in order to have your immune system intact, in order for you to be the best you that you can be, it all starts with the foods that we put in our mouth. Right. It is a choice. And, you know, we're not insensitive to it. I'm from a third world world country. I was born in Haiti. Kim is from a third world country. We know life can be hard. We know um, how hard life can be. Um, when it comes to trying to find food or whatnot, right. we, we, we're not insensitive to that. What we're saying is that don't make too many excuses as to why you're not living a healthier or trying to make baby steps to living a healthier lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, ain't nobody else out there going to worry about you but yourself. And if you right. don't worry about yourself and you end up dying, having a heart attack, you know, if we don't make those changes, it's never going to happen. Like today is the day. Like it's not tomorrow. It's today. And even something else that I did want to say is making a community garden. Yes, that is such a great idea. So I know at times it may seem unrealistic to drive the hour or hour and a half to get to the full service grocery store. But if you have a little patience, make a community garden, grow your greens, grow your produce. I mean, as Joanne said, it's not only for you, it's for the next generation teaching healthy eating habits. You know, I, I'm actually starting to see a lot of these um, community gardens come about, especially here in Atlanta. As a matter of fact, there's like a food force that they're starting. When you're walking in on, on a trail, like there's going to be multiple trails in it and you can pick your own fruit. The idea of us exactly. being able to have access to fresh items or, you know, in the inner city it's coming around. And I, I like that idea of the food forest because in Jamaica, that's how it is. Like on the side of the road, you have the mango trees, you have the banana right. trees. And I mean, of course, you know, a lot of the homeless people take advantage of it, but I'm telling you, they're healthy. That's the life. Like being able to walk around and just pick some mangoes from the tree and not have to worry about how much did this cost, first of all. Exactly. So... We just talked about healthy in the hood. We don't want to have any more excuses, guys, in our community. Like, don't be a victim of the circumstances that have been handed out to you. If you guys have any questions regarding this topic of healthy in the hood, if you have any questions, um, comments that you want to make, refer to our show notes and tell us about it. We would like to hear from you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. All right. Bye, guys.
If you haven't subscribed to the Nutrition Lifestyles podcast, please do so. Most importantly, we want to extend a special invitation to you to join the Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne Facebook page and the Nutrition Lifestyles pod club. You were not meant to do this alone. It is important for us to surround ourselves with people who mirror positivity related to health and nutrition. So all you have to do to follow our page and join our private pod club is hop on over to Facebook and search for Nutrition Lifestyles Pod Club and the Nutrition Lifestyles with Kim and Joanne page. Click on the join and like buttons respectively, and then you will gain access to tips to jumpstart a nutritious lifestyle a tribe to cheer you on your journey, hot topics on health and nutrition, and also it's a hub to connect with me and Kim. We are really looking forward to mingling with you. So see you on Facebook.